Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. Some years ago, I wrote an American history for kindergarteners and elementary school students in general. And at one point, I was talking about the Declaration of Independence, and I said just because the colonists declared independence didn't mean they actually were independent. I mean, it's one thing to declare something, but that doesn't mean that it's actually come to pass. And so I just thought that was humorous and sent it off. Well, one of the Facebook people commented and said, you know, there's a scene from The Office that is very much like this. And I've never watched The Office, so forgive me, but there was a wonderful meme that gave the interaction where one of the characters, maybe it's Michael, I don't know, maybe, but he said, I declare bankruptcy. And one of the other people said, I just wanted you to know that you can't just say the word bankruptcy and expect anything to happen. And the original guy says, I didn't say it. I declared it. (laughs) So I just thought that was hilarious that somebody else had had kind of the same idea, but also that idea that if you just say the word, I declare bankruptcy, that that would actually just kind of make all of your problems go away or that it would actually make something happen. And uh, so I was chuckling over this humorous little interaction. And then I started to think about it, though, in the realm of prayer. Because there is something interesting that happens in the realm of prayer. That when we speak, that the Lord hears and the Lord remembers. And I would dare say it's not actually only the Lord, but it's the enemy as well. And so if you say, I hate my life, then (laughs) the enemy actually remembers that maybe even better than you do. And so I think this is part of why it is so important that it tells us in Romans 12 too, to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, because what we're speaking on some level is... Ah, it has power. Uh, And I don't know how to say it better than that. And I don't necessarily want to get into it too much because I don't, I don't understand these things super well. And I realize that there are people who don't follow Jesus who take this into very weird places. But I guess there is a part where if we say something that it actually, um, it does carry some level of authority, not maybe in the earthly courts, the way saying I declare bankruptcy (laughs) actually makes no difference whatsoever among the earthly courts. Um, But I think there are certain things that we can say that are remembered by the, the heavenly realm. And, you know, it was so interesting. I was um, talking to a friend recently who for a long time had said, I do not miss prayer meetings. It was just kind of like the thing. And at one point I was like, you know, I really like prayer, like probably more than the average person, but I want freedom. You know, Jesus says it's for freedom that Christ came to set us free. And so to say, I would like to be allowed to choose to pray, but also be allowed to choose not to pray, that I have the freedom to do whatever it is that the Lord is calling me to do in a particular situation. And so I was like, you know, I think that might be a vow. You should maybe actually just say no to that vow. And so my friend said, yeah, I renounce this vow 
And I ask that I could live in freedom instead. Thank you, Jesus, that you offer us freedom. And, you know, it was so striking because the next time we had a meeting scheduled, (laughs) the person wasn't on time. And I sent a text like, "Um, (laughs) do you remember that we have a meeting right now? And my friend was like, oh, oh, wow, I totally lost track of time. But it was so striking that it was the very next meeting. It was like when you actually broke the vow of agreement that you would never be late or that you really valued prayer, that gave you the freedom. And granted that being late is maybe not the best, but it it offered a new level of freedom that I really hadn't seen in this friend of mine before. So anyway, I say all of that because... I do think that we probably, each of us, make vows that we don't even recognize, and it's important to be able to say no to them. So, Lord Jesus, I thank you that as we say things and declare them with our lips, um, that that you hear and remember, but then I also thank you that you give us freedom, that it's for freedom that Christ came to set us free. And so, Jesus, for any place where we might have a vow, Lord, if you bring one to mind either today or in the near future, Lord, in the days to come, I ask that when we recognize, oh, that's a vow. First of all, I ask that you would give us the ability to recognize it. But then, Lord, I also ask that you would give us the memory to be able to say, I break agreement with that vow. I say no. And I take the sword of the Spirit dipped in the blood of Jesus and I cut myself free from any entanglements that might be associated with that vow. And I thank you, Jesus, that you offer freedom, that it is for freedom that Christ came to set us free. And I ask that I would walk in that freedom. Thank you, Lord. In your precious name, amen.